welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Going on my very first yoga retreat seven years ago was a major turning point in my life, so much so that now I get to lead these amazing yoga adventures all over the world. These are truly transformative experiences, and I believe that anyone who enjoys a lifestyle of health and wellness can greatly benefit from a yoga retreat. So, this February, I'm taking a very special group with me on a yoga and meditation retreat to Thailand. The retreat is called Love, Gratitude, and Freedom. The retreat is about designing a roadmap to connect to love in your life. We will use different yoga modalities to connect with our sense of purpose, gratitude, and achieve more freedom in our lives. Everyone knows how during our daily lives we get totally bombarded and totally overwhelmed and it's really nice to be able to get away and go somewhere with like-minded individuals, eat really delicious food, and be able to just immerse ourselves in practice. You'll take your yoga to the next level, you'll get a new perspective, you'll be able to have a digital detox, you'll be able to relax and de-stress, and maybe learn something new. If you're interested, go to www.radicallyloved.com forward slash events, read all about the retreats there, or you can email me, rosie at radicallyloved.com for more information. Rock Your Bliss is a yoga-inspired coaching movement for your body and mind. This is such an incredible movement founded by Mary Beth LaRue and Jackie Carr, two of the most inspiring women I know. They foster a community through self-development practices, vulnerable conversations, and conscious creative play. They lead online courses, retreats, and workshops worldwide, and I cannot wait for you to listen to their story, how they started Rock Your Bliss, their big vision for this year, and what's coming up next. Thanks for listening. Trickster. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited to have both you guys on. I get to see Mary Beth in the flesh in the comfort of my home, and I get to hear your voice over uh, the magical phone. And I was going to say iPhone, but I didn't want to really plug iPhone because I don't know if you have an iPhone or not. Oh, we do. I do. <laughs> we have all the Apple products. I want to talk to you guys about Rock Your Bliss and your guys' partnership first before we talk about how amazing the three of us are together. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've seen you guys talk about this before, but just for our listeners, I want to hear it from, from both of you guys. What started, whose idea was Rock Your Bliss? How did it start? And why are you guys so amazing? go. You go, Andy. Take it away. So Jackie and I met, um, gosh, now it's been eight years ago, would you say? Eight years ago, I think, when I moved from Washington, D.C. to L.A., and we were both working for Lululemon, and Mm -hmm. I was coming in to fill a maternity leave, and lo and behold, Jackie Carr had been next in line for this position that I was coming in to fill. 
So coming in my first day of work, oh, like I'm coming in to Los Angeles, Southern California, have no idea that I am replacing, not replacing, but filling the role that Jackie would have been taking, you know, had things worked out a different way. But the Jackie is like adored in Santa Monica. And I come in and I'm like, oh my goodness. So, so at the time we met and, you know, Jackie probably had on like little running shorts and probably socks pulled up to her, you know, calf and crazy (laughs) high tops, maybe a fur vest. Sometimes she would just have a fur vest on and she was, she was unbelievable, like a force to be reckoned with. And I was terrified. (laughs) And so it really wasn't love at first sight. Jackie was pretty pissed that I was coming in to take this position. I was new on the scene. um, And it was scary. Wait, 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 pause. Because only Mary Beth tells the story. It'll go a whole different direction. I was just going to say. Keep in mind that the manager that had hired Mary Beth had come back from D.C. where MD had worked for Lululemon, drooling. Over MB, like, oh my God, wait until you meet this yogi and her hair and her style, blah, 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 blah. And so she's going on and on and on. And then, you know, two days later, it's like, and she's going to be our assistant manager. Peace out, Jackie. And it, it, was a, it, was, it wasn't like that, to be honest. It but it was. felt like that. Okay. Me. Got it. And and keep in mind that they, that they had, like, they, being this woman, had put Mary Beth on this very high pedestal. And she rolls in. You know, you, look, you're looking at her, Rosie. She's this blonde, bohemian goddess. Totally. And you're totes. like, what in the literal hell? Oh, yeah. And, what in the literal hell? What made this? What planet did this creature just come from? Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, then I'm putting, us, I'm putting us back on track here. So. All right. So that was how we met. So that's how we met. And Jackie ended up moving to Chicago. And when she came back, we ended up at this dinner together and Mm -hmm. started hanging out a little bit and became really good friends. And that really was by having these like honest to God, hard, hard, hard conversations that often involved us having drinks beforehand, which at the time and where we were in our life was necessary. Um, Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it started to break Mm -hmm. down these barriers. And what we recognized was that we were coming up against each other's egos and our egos like, whoa. And through a lot of honest, vulnerable conversation, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of letting our guard down and letting ourselves just be women in Mm -hmm. front of one another, we were able to heal our relationship and create like the best friendship I've ever could ever imagine. Um, and through that, mm-hmm. we just kept these conversations going. And we decided when we were on a beach in Maui or in Oahu for Wanderlust that we would leave mm-hmm. one retreat together. It'd be a yoga and coaching retreat. We were both still pretty new at both of our games, I would say, especially in retrospect now. Um, and we came up with the name Rock Your Bliss. And honest to God, I have no, I could never, ever say that I came up with that name or Jackie came up with that name. It was completely both of us like every Mm -hmm. all of my branding up to that point everything I talked about was bliss 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 and Jackie's was goals on the rocks and we came Mm -hmm. up with the rock your bliss 
And we thought it'd just be a retreat. And we led that retreat to Sayulita and knew after that that it was much, much bigger than what we thought. And there was a lot more work to do. Oh, wow. No, I mean, you guys both have done such an incredible job (laughs) at creating this movement, really, is what it is, Mm -hmm. in empowering people, empowering women. And you both have such strong connecting presence you know like you you're both so you embody exactly what it is that you're putting out in the world you know and and so I I really am so inspired by both of you and and I think that that's one of the I mean obviously because you guys are amazing that's why I wanted to have you on but I think it's so important especially now to be able to have that energy and and those types of movements you know in in Mm. the world especially mm-hmm. where, where we're at, you know, um, the focus on being able to achieve your goals and to be strong and to be together and to have community. And, and that's what I sort of gather from what you both have created. So, uh, I kudos to you guys. That's Thank incredible. You. And, and it's funny, you. we just had the best conversation yesterday, just totally realigning, um, our vision mm-hmm. for rock your bliss. And, I, I, the name Rock Your Bliss has, when we started it, it was really young and like fun and it, it had a totally different vibe. And now we've both been through so much change and transformation in the Mm -hmm. last four years that we're still rocking our bliss. Mm -hmm. It just looks really different and we're excited for the, the brand to mature as we do. Yeah. So Jackie, this question is for you. How do you see your approach as a coach evolving now that you're a parent? Oh, well, it's really interesting, to be honest. When you have these tools as a coach, you know, you you choose a body of work that you believe in, that you want to step out into the world and lead. And so much of that really has evolved from the first time I experienced the work of Igolu, and then um, I'm also yoga certified, and now MD and I have custom-created our own modules and tools that we offer and we did that before I had my sweet evergreen girl and what's been really neat is to actually see the tools and try them on all over again Mm -hmm. in a whole new perspective because you really do take on an and I am Jackie Carr and mom Mm -hmm. I am Jackie Carr I'm a hiker a writer and a mama and that and has been really pivotal and I've been really leaning on the tools that we've created. And I really solely believe in, and I know me and Mary Beth talk about this often, about vulnerability, living our work so that we can offer it from a really honest and yet like raw and real space. Mm. And so becoming a parent has really taken this work and flipped it on its head And I've implemented it not only in looking at who I want to be as a parent, but also looking at the world I want my daughter to live in. I now know times infinity how important our bliss work is, how important it is to live this work and be an example because we're creating the future in this moment, in this conversation, and energetically. So I use the work to build a future that I want to live in, that I want for my daughter. And I live the work with my partner. I live the work with Mary Beth. And so it's really 
changed in realizing that we create the space we stand in, but also the generations to come. And that felt really big, 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 big. And that's the end of the pot. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. She just dropped the mic. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, Mary Beth, I know that you also do um, coaching. What has been the biggest challenge that your students and clients have been facing these last couple of months? Well, actually, in this last six months, I've shifted to teach to coaching almost only yoga teachers. So I started a mentorship program and then have been doing a lot of coaching and mentoring one-on-one with teachers. And that was mostly born out of my belief that as teachers, we really need to find our unique voice and our unique offering and kind of drop this idea, and in my mind, bullshit, that we all need to be teaching a certain way, look a certain way, show up a certain way, because it puts so much pressure on us as human beings. I mean, you're a yoga teacher, and I, I want people to be able to stand in their own power and to own what, what it is that they want to offer. So in these last couple of months, I would say the biggest things that have been coming up are creating a safe space for people to feel what they need to feel. Um, you know, a lot of the teachers I work with feel this pressure to be this amazing power yoga teacher or to have this massive Instagram following. And if it doesn't feel good, then it's not satisfying when you get it or when you're doing it. Um, so for this last, these last couple months, I've just been working solely with people to build their businesses and their own personal practice and their, their teaching practices from this really soulful place. And it is the most satisfying work. It's felt, felt amazing for me. Mm. What about you, Jackie? What have been some things that have come up with you? And are you coaching now that you have your baby? How does that, how's that shifted for you? Oh, yeah. Back at it. Even though the universe did have me absolutely slow down, Mm. like the pause button was ever so present when I had Evie. And when I tried to actually come back to work, it was it being the universe was like, "Mm -mm, not yet. So I really took a good month and a half to not only heal, and also explore this new identity. And I, and I still am. And I think I forever will be. And yet, um, in my coaching, I, I this year really have stepped into a big love of group coaching. Um, and really finding that when we connect together as humans and when we connect, you know, MB and I do seven weeks to bliss. And there's a hundred women on the call. And there's a hundred women talking about real stuff on Facebook, and it's big. Mm. And I've also found, like, in the one-on-one work, and I have actually worked closely with moms now, and I'm able to speak to this really big difference between my 20s and my 30s. I'm, I'm turning the corner of 33 here in February, and damn, I love my 30s. I love being older and wiser and slower. It's so nice. And coaching from that space has been really, really, really cool. Has it changed my audience? Sure. And I love that. I love, I had a call today with a woman that's 
turning 29 and she's like, oh my God, I think I'm going to really love 30. And I'm like, I know you are. Let me tell you why. And it's really cool to love, I mean, I'm going to say this, love myself at this time in my life. I think for so long I tried, similar to what Mary Beth was sharing earlier, to be loved by others. Mm. validated externally, um, be it a gold star, be it a makeout in a bar before I was dating my husband, of course, be it um, someone saying good job. And I turned a corner and I've really learned how to validate myself. And it's been so empowering and encouraging. And that's what I want for all women, mm. that empowerment to love your body, Love where you're at now. Love yourself. That's where it's at in the present moment. And so that's where I've really been operating in taking on clients and feeling that shift. Yeah. I, I think that some of the major work that you guys both do together is that idea of being able to, you know, be who you are and empowering women uh, to be vulnerable and to also, and to also be, um, to be honest, right? So... I think that this is kind of a big theme just for for everyone, obviously, but also just for us as women to be able to just be honest. Uh, and you, you, Mary Beth, you spoke to this when you were talking about how you guys first came together, you know, this idea of being honest, right? So why do you guys think that we have such a hard time with owning that honesty or being able to be fully authentic or be truly who we are. Like you work with teachers, you know, uh, Jackie, maybe you're working more with moms now. Like, is this something that, that comes up? Like why, why do you think it's, it's challenging for, for us to be able to just be honest? I think a lot of it is the little girl in us was once told that they're not enough or, Perhaps we started singing and we were told we had a bad voice or we're a weird dancer or whatever it might be. Um, we get this, it kind of like, for me at least, it stopped me in my tracks. Mm. And there was this idea then that I needed to look for the things where I got validated and the things where other people told me I was doing a good job. And also mm. in female friendships. Like, I'm sure we mm. all remember you know, it, I think for me, it was like sixth grade where all of a sudden girls would turn on each other in a really big way. Yeah. And I didn't trust women until I think I was like 25. I think it took me until I was 25 years old because I grew up in a little farm town in Iowa where you went to the same school with the same kids from preschool to senior year. So in the course of that time, you have run the gamut of like every phase <laughs> Every awkward moment um, and every, you know, victory and every, every failure. And I, I just found so often that I couldn't trust people around me. And a lot of that was because I didn't trust myself. Mm. And as I got older, then I started to lean on women more. And now being 33, like I lean on my women so hard like my female relationships are the most important relationships in the world for me. And I think it's healing partly that little girl in me mm -hmm. and how when, when Jackie does really well, that makes me happy. 
And there are times when it doesn't, right? There are times, we were just talking about this yesterday, when jealousy flares up yeah. or yeah. Um, something will occur. And I'm like, what's that from? Mm-hmm. And only if I stop and I can be compassionate with myself and then be able to voice it to Jackie, like I was able to yesterday. And she's like, me too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like she knows yeah. everything about me, everything, and still loves me. Yeah. And that to me is like the most beautiful thing. Mm. And it's what we all deserve too. But if we're not able to do that for ourselves, we're not able to hold that space for other people. And it's a constant learning process. And then there's a total learning curve. But I can say now that like Jackie said, being in my thirties, like what's to lose? Mm. Like what you get in return is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Jackie. Yeah, I think on that same note, I mean, very similar. And we've had, and we, this is why we created Rock Your Bliss. Literally totally. to create a space to have these conversations. So this is awesome. Um, I do believe that we operate on a belief system. So we have a belief system that we have learned and similar to what Mary Beth was sharing, we do learn a lot of things from when we were young. I'm actually reading The Four Agreements again, oh, which if you're book. listening, read it again. It's mm-hmm. so good. We'll put it in the show notes. Right, Rosie? Yep. And You know it. <laughs> and it talks about what you've agreed to, similar to what I'm talking about around what belief system we're operating on. And so there might be... And this is a great time to do it. I know we're talking in December, coming up into the new year. Honestly, the new year can happen in March. So whenever you need to do this. But take a moment to get aware of what beliefs you're rocking on, what agreements you've made. And some of those agreements are not pretty. Mm -hmm. I'm not enough. Nobody likes me. I don't belong. Mm. I'm a bad mom because I forget extra clothes when Evie shits herself all the time. Because (laughs) it happens. And so what agreements have you made as your truth that aren't serving you? And I think that has gotten in the way of us being honest when we're fooling ourselves or when our beliefs, there's, you can find proof. I can find proof all the time. And yet when you find the good beliefs, when you find the ones that really allow you to feel at home, in yourself as well as well as wherever you are in the group of women you're creating mm. with your partner and your family, that is the belief you want to actually get on repeat. And I mean, I do this often, get yourself a good fire pit seance and burn the beliefs that don't serve you literally. Mm-hmm. Well, and two, one, one thing I'd like to add is recognizing when you have that special spark with someone and that it's a friendship you mm-hmm. want to, um, move further with. Like when I met you, you and I had this instant connection, Rosie, mm-hmm. and it's, it's always so, every time I see you, I'm like genuinely so excited yeah. to see you. Um, but, but we also, I think at times feel like everybody has to like us. We have to agree mm-hmm. to every coffee date, this and that. And this past year growing up in Iowa, like we we're raised to be people pleasers, right? Yeah. Be polite. And I've learned boundaries and that if I don't have those boundaries in place, I can't love Mm. up the people I need to love up and the people who fill me up. Mm. And 
this year has been such a beautiful reminder of that. And I know for Jackie having a baby, like you have to have boundaries in place in order to mm. um, mm-hmm. continue to keep your family rocking and rolling. So I, right. it's just been such a good learning. Yeah. So I'll ask you guys both this question, just talking about this idea of building community or like building these relationships in your lives. Who, Mary Beth, I'll ask you first, who's been the most influential person in your life? Oh, the most influential person. Most influential person. I would say my mom because... Having that, I mean, both of my parents really, they're amazing, amazing humans. And they taught me so much about the importance of loyalty and showing up and being really present Mm. Um, and loving the people in your world, like no matter what. Um, But that's a tough question for me I could name like 15 people who've been wildly influential and Jackie would definitely be at the top of that list (laughs) that's a good answer what about you Jackie (laughs) yeah I'm sitting here thinking about it and I would be doing myself a disservice trying to say something different and I would say my parents as well Mm. family is my number one value and um, both the very distinct differences of my parents have really, especially now that I've been doing a lot of this work around self-knowing, mm-hmm. around self-awareness, around self-reflection, there's so many things I do attribute to my parents and thank my parents for. And I want to be honest that there's a lot of things I've given back. <laughs> so yeah. I really, I really know that my my roots have come so deeply ingrained in this radical relationship I had with my parents as a kid and how much it has transformed as an adult mm-hmm. and what I so much appreciate in Jackie 7.7 because there's so many phases of my being, really. And so I, w- I would have to echo Envy that um, my parents are up there. Mary Beth is one of them. And... Um, I actually want to make a list. So that's going to be part of my homework. I'm going to make a top 10 influential list. Why don't you guys both do a top 10 influential list and then I'll post it in the show notes. So that'll be like, I'm so excited. I can barely stand it. (laughs) Give me some time. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I think this topic is really important. Um, I think every topic is really important, (laughs) but this one in particular, because (laughs) I know that you both are in, you, you're both married. You're both in relationships and you have this incredible, you both have your own individual careers and you also have careers together, right? In Rock Your Bliss, I'm talking about Mary Beth and Jackie. So I want to ask you guys in your romantic relationships, how, how do you maintain the balance between creating this thriving business and keeping a happy, healthy, romantic relationship? Mary Beth, you go first. Oh, Man, I mean, when when we were talking about influential people, like my husband and I have been through so many different phases together and I can't say it's been like an easy road, Um, but I can attribute so much of my transformation to our relationship. Like a lot of what has happened for me, especially this past year, wouldn't have happened without Matt. And I can't remember where I read this, but like a real, I think it's like your soulmate is not the one who it's like, 
I deal with. It's the one who tips you over and shakes all your nonsense out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which he'd love that. He would love that visual. He'd love being told this. But um, making Matt a priority and also, uh, I guess it's like this level of respect in our relationship now where I honor his um, contributions. I honor his ideas. I honor his opinions and he mine. Um, and it's, I would say too, like, we just love hanging out. Like we're really good friends and I love to have sex with them too, but like, we're really good friends and like, we really love curling up on the couch together and watching Netflix or going on adventures and we love our little family. And we also are surrounded by this really radical tribe of people, Chris and Jackie being, you know, like our best friends. So yeah. It's, I never would have imagined that. Like if someone told me your business partner and best friend will also be, that'll be your husband's best friend. I'd be like, what the fuck (laughs) happened in my life? Like, did I wake up in the Brady Bunch or something? But but it's so real and it's so authentic and we all tell each other the truth and that's pretty cool. Wow. That's great. Jackie, what about you and your hubby? Actually, it kind of brought Jackie and I closer because when Jackie and Chris moved back from Chicago, Chris had never lived in LA and Chris and Matt met and like totally hit it off. Like, let's go watch football together. So this is your husband's, your guys' husband's. And so then we started hanging out more. I never thought about that, Jackie, but that's really what happened. No, it's true. I, I, I definitely, romance created rock your bliss. Yeah. The boys were like, we're hanging out. And I was like, I guess I'll hang out with MB. Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, so Jackie, tell us about you and your hubby and how you maintain the balance in your romantic relationship. Oh, Rosie, I I wish I could blow smoke up your ass and tell you it was perfect, but... (laughs) Truth, I love you. Truth, Bob. It's not. Oh, man, I would say that we sail forward. And having a child enter our relationship has been one of the most interesting and dynamic additions to keeping balance and romance. And I won't speak for Chris. I'll speak for myself. And I say that on purpose. I have failed often monthly and I fail forward because, um, I don't believe failure is a bad thing. I'm not saying that our marriage failed. I'm saying that my behavior has failed often when I, front load my calendar because I've gone back to work. Mm. When I keep my computer open past a certain hour, when I am on Instagram. And and what's really beautiful about our relationship is Chris is a tell it like it is human. And he I married him for this reason. He very much keeps me in line. I fell in love with Chris when he put his hand on my forearm and someone was talking and I interrupted them and he said, Jackie, it's not your time to talk right now. Let them finish. And I had never had someone do that. And he was right. I was a total interrupter. I love to be heard. (laughs) And I count on him for that. I count on him to keep me in check, to keep my character true in all its weirdness. You know, Chris fell in love with me for the weird furry vest. So know that that's something that 
maybe I wear in the bedroom. Who knows? Woo! And yeah. With that being said, what I've learned this year in that space of failure um, and really working to make space in my heart for both Evie and Chris, well, and really Mary Beth and Matt too, all of everybody. <laughs> the whole family. And Rosie. Your, your heart, <laughs> and Rosie, your heart expands and it grows. And I keep remembering that there's room mm. and the alignment is continuous. So in our marriage, it doesn't work to just say something once and think it sticks like bubblegum. It has to be said over and over and over again. There's no such thing as over-communication in this house. Oh, my goodness. And there's no such thing as, as alignment taking place only once. I have mom brain. I believe in dad brain. And I have to say things every day. So that's where we're at in regards to keeping the romance alive and balanced, being honest, aligning every day, and over-communicating. Because that's where it's at. Dang. I love you, you so much. That, like, yeah, that was so good, Jackie. Thank so you for real. that. We, so real. That's, you gave us Well, I'm in it. Prayers. I'm literally in it. <laughs> She's it. I can tell. I can hear it. Fail I can hear forward, it. Right? I've never heard fail that's forward. so good. I mean, I know I'm going to hear it a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like that? Oh, you're in trouble. I always learn something. I'm then I'm like, why am I saying that repeatedly? Oh, because Jackie's been saying, oh, Jackie's been over communicating. <laughs> She's been over communicating it. No, that's yeah. so, that's Jackie's so great. Jackie's read it three times in our programming. It's a content of the <laughs> workshop we're building. Get ready, world. Yay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so much of the work that, that we all do is about uh, radical transformation right? So to see far, first, we're, we have to be willing to look close. What, what area in your life do you attribute more of your time to mm-hmm. in your journey? Mm-hmm. Self-development mm-hmm. purposes, wow. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go first, uh, just because it's in my brain. I really focus on language and rhetoric so what's on play in my brain um and i would say specifically the domain being relationships in my life so this includes my relationship to myself but also how i'm showing up for mary beth how i'm showing up for my husband how i'm showing up for evergreen so how i'm showing up in human connection and where there are blocks so i read all of self-help books, not just three. I read all of them. And then I have a book club about it. And that's what I do. And so a lot of my self-reflection is in the inner voice in my mind, the inner roommate and what she's saying. I listen to her even when it's bad because it happens often. And learning how to build tools, learning how to share out loud Mm. what I'm feeling so that I can actually start to wrangle that voice so she doesn't go off the rail. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I would say for me, through our work with Rock Your Bliss, um, is values. So my my three core values are creativity, gratitude, and connection. And when I am feeling off, it's because I'm not connecting with those values. Um, this year has just been such a big transformational year for me, um, work-wise and personal. And 
any time I'm feeling really lethargic or judgmental, judgmental mm-hmm. is a big one for me, um, I look back at how much time I'm spending with what's important to me mm-hmm. and who's important to me. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when I'm not feeling good, it's because those things are out of whack. Mm-hmm. So it's been, and I've learned, I learned this from Jackie and as we dug into this work and it's such a nice way to realign and to get clear. And it, it creates, I guess my yoga practice creates such a nice landing place for me to be able to look and be honest, but also have like a really soft, compassionate place to meet myself. Mm. So oh, I'd say that's that. That's great. Um, what, what area in your life do you feel the most free? Mm. For me right now, I mean, God, I feel really free. Like, I feel really good. And I decided to quit drinking this year. And in a week, it'll be a year. Um, And it was a huge, it was a huge shift for me. And it, it just became this like inner knowing that, you know, when you know something or you see something, you can't unsee it. Yep. Like, oh shit, let's mm-hmm. not look at that anymore. Yeah, and, yeah. and I would try that and I would try different ways and it just, it was there and it was clear that I need to deal with it. And I did. And I've learned so much about myself this year. I've been so present for the people in my life. Mm. I have created some of the coolest shit this year that I've ever, ever have. And I think the biggest thing for me is I gave myself the gift of having my own back. Like I trust myself implicitly now. Mm -hmm. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, if I love you, you will know it. If I'm, you will, I will be present. Um, and these were all things that I was always backing out of and always trying to like, catch up, I guess, for bad behavior. And now I just feel this ownership in my life and all of my relationships have gotten so much better and my Mm. work has gotten so much better. So I feel really free across the board and that's because I've done the work and I will continue to do the work every single day. Um, So that's that's been huge for me. Wow, that's that's incredible, awesome. Thank you. Congrats on that, that's a huge feat. Thanks. Yeah. Jackie, what about you? Where do you feel the most free? I feel most free outside, in nature, on a mountain. Mm. I have a love affair with the natural rhythm that is out there, fall to winter to spring to summer. Um, oxygen, how we breathe it in. It's made from the trees. It's so crazy. And what I find when I'm hiking and, and camping is this really beautiful sense of connection to all that is. So if you ever read The Alchemist, it's Maktub, M-A-K-T-U-B. And it means all is written. So it's already written. It's all out there. We, we know the wisdom and the knowledge is within us. It's in nature. It's in our human nature. So I feel most free when I recognize that we're all connected 
and I don't have to be forcing this image on Instagram or this conversation with my husband. I mean, I love it, but get me outside where I can breathe for a minute. That's it. Oh, my God. That was the most perfect illustration of Rock Your Bliss and how different we are, our answers, and also that if you could see Jackie in person right now, I know every like inflection of her voice that she would be in a deep squat right now and she'd be pointing at you really aggressively as she was telling you about Mac Tub and nature and you'd be like what why what are, why are you pointing at me I love you so much that was perfect. it's true I was totally you were talking in deep with my squat head mode. you were in it. deep squat mode um, I, I love both of those it. answers so much. Uh, so I want to respect both of your times and, and I just want to do just a couple more questions, uh, before we wrap here. Um, part of what I wanted to create with this podcast was, uh, a place where teachers of mine, friends of mine, coaches, entrepreneurs, people can, can go to, to really just listen to other people's stories or their feelings or their ideas or what they're creating in the world and how it's creating part of that frequency in the world, right? So saying that, um, uh, I'll ask you first, Jackie, number one, how do you feel radically loved? And number two, what do you radically love? Mm. How do I feel radically loved? I feel radically loved by the people in my life who really accept all of me. And the only way I actually have been able to understand that is by accepting it myself. So I would say it's twofold, right? I, I, I keep playing with this idea of you have to love yourself before you love anyone else. And yet, I like to play devil's advocate. I feel that my husband has really shown me a love that I never knew before. I feel that Mary Beth has introduced me to a tribe of women and a deep connection in the female world that I never understood before. And so I feel radically loved when people show me how to love myself even more than I knew how to. So I would say learning how to radically love from others has been so clutch and it makes me feel held and supported. And when I fall, I have people that will pick me up every single time. And that is radical love to me. That hand that reaches down or that hand that pats you on the back or that hand that wraps their whole body around you and, and hold you mm-hmm. when you need it and when you don't need it. Mm-hmm. So that's when I feel radically loved. And what do I radically love? Oh, man. I radically love... I radically love when people go for it. Mm-hmm. I, as, as the job I selected... And the job I've chosen is really being a listener. And when I listen to people willing to vulnerably and courageously share their gifts that they know they have, that they're really deeply desiring to offer with the, to the world, 
And you guys, these gifts are in many forms. I'm not talking about what's going to make you money. I'm talking about your gifts of like loving someone, creating a child, um, choosing your life over dishonesty. I love and radically love listening to people willing to shed the bullshit and the drama because I do it and it feels so good and, and I want to live in that space. So I radically love those. I mean, I love everybody, but I really love the people willing to cry out loud. I love the people willing to remove the layers that are hiding what is actually there. I just finished reading Gabby Bernstein's newest book, The Universe Has Your Back, and I loved it. Like, I really loved it. I've never finished... Well, because she always has so many exercises in her books, I like start and stop, start and stop. This book I finished in less than 24 hours. I ate up every morsel. I think I underlined like probably every two sentence, every other sentence. Um, And what I got from it so much was anything that isn't love is simply fear. And that anything that is fear isn't true and love feels good. And I felt this return to and I, it's so funny, like I can't even imagine saying this when I was younger, but I so feel this. I feel this return to feeling connected with universe and source and this feeling of fluidity or flow, um, like a, a sense of grace that just keeps me going. Um, Glennon Doyle Melton says, and it might be, this might be from AA, I'm not sure, but just make the next right choice. Um, and I keep, I feel that so much of like around every turn, there's a, there's an option. There's a fork in the road, a decision to go right, a decision to go left. And I used to think that all depended on me. That was my choice. Go right, choose your own adventure, go left, choose your own adventure. And there was a right and a wrong in my mind. And now I feel like my ship is being steered um, by kind of like taking my hands off the wheel and allowing grace in. Um, So I feel radical love is our birthright. I feel that each of us possesses radical love. We live in a realm of radical love. And so much of this hate we're seeing in our world, so much of this judgment is just from being out of alignment with that. It's... um, it's all ego. It's trying to control things. And so through, through the practice of meditation and yoga and just really watching my own thoughts and, and stepping back into prayer, I feel this return to alignment that feels really supportive, um, that I'll be okay. And that that's, that's always something that I can access. And I would say, what do I radically love? That, that I get this experience of being a human in this body, um, in, on this planet, in this time with these people. And even I was teaching yoga the other day and I thought, God, how is this my world? You know, or, or even our little treehouse in Silver Lake, which looks amazing on Instagram, but is very imperfect, but is totally perfect for us. And these things that keep happening, um, they're gifts and they're morsels. And I'm, I'm trying to take the time to pause and just offer up like a massive thank you. Mm-hmm. 
and a massive, um, the, like, like honoring what I, what I call God winks, these moments where it's like, hey, yeah, you're on the right path, or hey, I feel you, or you know that thought you kept having of what you wanted? Here. You know, and, and do I, hmm. am I like sitting around manifesting all day? Hell no. And, and is it all coming into fruition? No, but I do believe in divine timing and that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. So I, I think being able to access that radical love as both sides of the coin, what is radical love and what do I radically love? It's, it's that divine timing and knowing that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Mm. So where can people go for more information on each of you individually or together? Where do they go? Well, I'd say just go to our website, right, Jackie? <laughs> to yes. rockyourblissmovement.com. And it's Rock Your Bliss on Instagram. And then if you want to find us individually, you can find us right there. We're all over the place on our own Instagram. But really what we're doing is really committing to our brand as a whole and that being where all of our stuff lives now. So go to rockyourblissmovement.com and we will connect with you on the interwebs. Yes, and the, the show notes will have links to everything. Um, are you guys doing any awesome. workshops or retreats coming up? Um, so we'll do another round of seven weeks to bliss this spring. That's our seven week online program. And we will be having mm -hmm. a retreat to Colorado, which we'll be announcing. Yeah. Um, it'll be end of September. Right, Jackie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, and, right. and lots of other offerings. We, we had a very good call yesterday, and there is going to be so much goodness coming from Rock Your Bliss very soon. And we're both very excited. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. Thank you guys both so much Thank for you. coming on and for just being who you are and for just creating such an incredible movement and for being beautiful lights in the world. Thank you both. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. For more information, visit www.radicallylove.com forward slash podcast to read all about today's guests or past guests. You can click on any of the links or for more information, you can always follow me on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or Twitter at Rosie Acosta and let us know what you thought.